0: Hey I'm Shalom
1: And I'm Courtney We're the Happy Hipsters And And this this is Almost Almost Nerdy We love superheroes We love sci-fi We love fantasy We love everything nerdy And we are going to spoil this movie Make sure you have already watched it Have you
2: heard
0: of this Uh, Okay 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 Hey guys, welcome. So awesome to have you with us.
1: This week we are discussing Good Omens.
0: Good Omens.
1: On Amazon Prime.
0: Amazon Prime, not Netflix. Not
1: Netflix, <laughs> for all you petitioners out there.
0: <laughs> uh, that must have been an interesting day for Netflix, I complaining about about good omens but... they
1: want us to take it down <laughs> sorry we can't do it
0: <laughs> sorry we don't have a hacking service here
1: <laughs> oh man I think if i was going to petition something I would at least google where it was
0: I just I just feel like people are so easily triggered nowadays. That's true. They just, just get
1: triggered. Someone is just like, that
0: is satanic. And then you're like, yeah, let's take it down. And then they're like, what channel is it again?
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Craziness.
1: So I'm going to do a two-sentence summary.
0: Two-sentence summary, and I'm going to judge.
1: Don't judge me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to keep it real simple. Mm-hmm. An angel and a demon team up. To stop the apocalypse. Mm. They might have foiled the great plan, but we don't know if they spoiled the ineffable plan.
0: Ineffable.
1: Ineffable.
0: Ineffable. Ineffable. I didn't say that right. In- 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 uh- in- ineffable. Yeah. It was like one.
1: It's a new word for okay. us.
0: <laughs> ineffable. We
1: learned it from this show.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That show is such a surprise. Yeah. It- it's one of those shows that like just caught us off guard.
1: Yeah we were not expecting Like So Shil- I literally come home And Shil- I was like We need to watch this show Right now <laughs> Sit down uh, Like sit down. Don't, don't eat Don't eat Don't do anything <laughs> Like sit down And watch this And we We binged it in one night Cause we yeah. were like What is this This is so good
0: Yeah it was Amazing
1: Oh man So it what would you rate this show
0: I would definitely give it a 10 Because I would watch Out this Out Over and over again Yeah Yeah I would watch it Over and over again I would not I would not struggle with that.
1: Yeah. I'd have to give this movie a 10 out of 10
0: also. Mm -hmm. Or is it
1: considered a movie? Would you consider it a series? It's a
0: series. series. It's a a, a series. It's a a mini series, I guess. Yeah.
1: I really, really like this trend right now that we're having mm. of these like mini series movies. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is the same thing with Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. This is the same thing with what did we we just watched something else that was also a series that used to be a book. Like
0: Um We just watched kind of a role. Yes. Which is kind of
1: It's kind of similar. Kind like of similar? it's a movie, but yeah. it's a series.
0: But it's so good. Like I feel like that 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 way of writing mm-hmm. is like I'm like, oh my gosh. How many movies can we think of that if they decided to do it that way, to do it like mini series style, how many movies do you know would have been amazing?
1: Harry Potter, I think, would have been amazing. We yes. just watched... I mean, those.
0: Harry Potter, is Harry
1: Potter was still good. really good But yeah. imagine how much better it would have yeah. been Like the more depth you would have gotten And yes. all of that from like it being a series As opposed yes. to just movies So
0: Philosopher's Stone is one series One season Yeah, And then each one is a season And I and think it, like, goes make longer. them as
1: long as you need them mm-hmm. to be Like yeah. the first two yeah. don't have to be that long Yes, And then like the third third one kind of long like Uh the fourth and fifth Uh would have to be very long Uh but there's like a lot that you really miss out on Mm. like I will never forgive Mm. them for cutting out Winky
0: Winky, Mortal Mortal Engines is another one yeah we just watched Mortal
1: Engines it was very like interesting and I feel like the like bones were there and if you look it up Goodreads, Goodreads that book has like a four Mm. out of five like it's a good book people like it right movie was terrible
0: yeah, the movie. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, we can say so much about it, it was but so bad. but I think back that, to good that, <laughs> that format works. You yeah, know, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, you know that format is such a great way of saying, oh, book one, let's do a series. Mm-hmm. On that. Book two, let's do mm-hmm. a series. Yeah. Game of Thrones is sort of, kind of, it's more series than mm-hmm. than extended movie so to speak but yeah it kind of follows the same-ish I would say it's
1: the you same, know yeah. kind of vibe yeah yeah mm. okay so both 10 out of 10 loved it yes okay i think i want to start this discussion again like like i said in the one when we did umbrella academy Mm-hmm. Just in case we do want to do, like, a more in-depth series. Like, yeah. I'm keeping these a little bit lighter. So, they're yeah. not as in-depth as, like, the Stranger Things one or yeah. some other episodes. Yeah. Um. So, I'm going to keep it pretty light. I think where I want to start is, what was your favorite Aziraphale moment? And what was your favorite Crawley moment?
0: Wow. <laughs> I, I, I'm i thinking off the top of my head. Aziraphale, I love the dancing one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when he's like they're like how many how many oh
0: my gosh i thought that was really really funny one, one uh, angel <laughs> just he was one. so
1: cute oh my gosh
0: oh my gosh and with crowley i you know what i the whole thing. i love <laughs> the the can i hear a whoop or whoopty doo or something like that when he made this street i just love like He's dressing with the stash. I thought oh, that was hilarious. He
1: when he had just made the London, um, yes. I forget what it's called, the, the big London circle, circle or something yeah, like that. Yeah.
0: Circle off. I can't remember what's called, but like, I thought that was he looked funny it was hilarious and yeah like it was kind of cool to see him his interactions with the demons demons. in hell so to speak
1: i love that like none none of the other demons really liked him
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh
0: i have Uh,
1: so many moments yes i love pretty much all of them first of all if Az- Aziraphale is not, like, the most precious character you've ever experienced in your entire life, like, mm. I don't know who is. I just think he's so <laughs> cute. Like, I yeah. think he's so adorable. Yeah. For Aziraphale, I think my favorite moment is when Gabriel comes <laughs> comes to meet with him at the bookstore, and he's like, mm. I'm coming to buy my pornography. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> And he's like, us humans are ashamed, and we oh. need to buy our pornography in <laughs> private. <laughs> and they're like, like we did such a great job blending <laughs> in. And the zero was like, yeah, 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 you did a great job. <laughs> great job. Oh man, I think that. Oh. Is just, I think just like the shock of how like hilarious <laughs> yeah. that was. Like yeah. that really, yeah. that part really, really got me.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Crawley. I'm kinda of tied between two. Mm. I really love when he is dressed up like um he's dressed up like Mary Poppins and he's like taking care of Warlock and he's singing that bedtime song to him, but it's like it's like a cute little melody, but like the words are like really dark. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna take over the world and like ruin everything. <laughs>
2: oh that my part. god and i
1: also really really love the part when aziraphale thinks that he is they're in like the the church mm. and it's like during the um during the war and aziraphale yes. accidentally helps the nazis yes and,
0: <laughs> and crowley
1: comes in and he's like he's like because <laughs> like, his feet are burning he's in a yeah. church i think i really like that, that was moment good. That was really good. I like uh, that. i really well. like that
0: part i like that as well
1: uh, what would you say the biggest surprise in this series was?
0: Ooh, the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my gosh. To be honest with you, I think the ending, I didn't expect the ending to, I didn't expect them to swap bodies.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I didn't
0: expect that. that. Like, that that completely caught me. Upset. I was
1: expecting it.
0: You were? Wow. Yeah, there was, like, I, I, I wasn't paying attention to the last prophecy.
1: They were, so yeah, so they, A, the last prophecy, and B, Aziraphale was acting so weird. Like, Mm. he was acting more than Crowley. Like, Mm. he was acting so weird in those last scenes. I was like, that's not him anymore. They have to have switched. They have to. And that they Mm. just heard that prophecy, and I was like, Mm. they must have switched. They must Mm. have.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: I think Mm. for me... And this one's kind of like a silly thing to be shocked by. Mm. But I was really surprised by Dog. <laughs> dog. How he was like that big like hellhound. Yeah. And then he became this cute little terrier. And mm. like I wasn't really expecting him mm. to like become so... I don't think human's the right word. But like...
0: like a l- a good, less, good dog. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. he became good, you know, yeah. when he went into the cabin. Or yeah. not the cabin. It was like a cottage.
0: Yeah. And then
1: when he... Later on, he actually... He actually leaves Adam. Mm-hmm. because you're like you're cray
0: right right so i think yeah. i think
1: dog was probably the most surprising yeah. i really yes. really like this because yes. it reminds a it reminds me a lot of um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yes it's very yes. clever humor mm-hmm. it's very like it's very witty mm-hmm. like there's a lot of very like fun little mm. things to pick out of it and i yeah. really like that
0: yeah and i like the whole web concept where it's like you have you have plot that's developing yeah. there and there and there and there and it all comes together. Like the whole thing with, with New Newton, uh, Pulsifer, uh, <laughs> who's also, thou shalt not commit adultery. Adultery. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I like that whole story and how that that all developed and I, I like how they built it up and I th- mm-hmm. I think I think it was really it was just exciting to be like you know in a little town here yeah. and in a little place there and yeah. little, and, and you know it's going to come together but it's just so nice and the way they did it was so it was light it was lighthearted but it was also at the same time very epic you know yeah. it was a it was epic so that was really cool to see
1: Yeah I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. So before we move on to the next topic, we are just gonna take a quick break. When I was four years old, it was the first time that I saw Jurassic Park. I was not supposed to be watching Jurassic Park. I was literally hiding under the table, watching as my parents were watching it. I was supposed to be in bed, but I was watching and I was so in awe of just science fiction and how these dreams could come to life. That was when i first fell in love with just movies and the impact that they could have seeing dr ellie defeat raptors was amazing <laughs> this impact that movies can have really led shalom and i to starting this podcast because there are everyday consequences and just contributions that movies can have on society and our life and what they're speaking to this is why we started almost nerdy Podcast. And now you can become a supporter and support this podcast with small monthly donations that help us sustain these episodes and allow us to grow it further. There are three different options. We have a link in our bio. If you could please consider donating to us, even the smallest donations make a difference. Thanks, guys. Okay, so I think I next question would be which is your favorite of the four horsemen like which did you find the most interesting
0: Ooh. oh that's a good question wow i liked war you know i i she's got that BA vibe to her i thought i thought that was cool i think i think it's cool i like like the whole red outfit that that whole mm. look did mm. it for me that was cool
1: yeah mm-hmm. i really thought it was interesting that they chose to make war a woman First of all, mm. and I thought it was really interesting that they had her as like a. She looked like just a journalist when we mm-hmm. first are introduced to her, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's like at the peace treaty. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah. that was really clever. Yeah. I thought that was really different. Yes, I really felt like they tried to surprise us a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I think that my favorite was probably famine. Mm. I really liked when he was he's first introduced, <laughs> and he's like he's like. There's nothing better than seeing like a bunch of rich people sitting in a restaurant, like so hungry. <laughs> I've never seen like so much, like, yeah. you know, so much, like so many hungry people here. And they're like, this is a balloon of lavender scent.
0: <laughs> it was one of the most pretentious things I have ever seen. I love like, this. Smell it. That's your first course. <laughs> That's your first course.
1: <laughs> and then his chow, the, uh, food, the, the foodless food.
0: Right. (laughs) I loved the food.
1: He's like, there's no food in this.
0: Right, right. And then they talk about the milkshakes, and they're like, yeah, there isn't food in it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was funny.
1: I thought that was really interesting, and I think that was also, like, a really interesting, like, take on just where we are with, like, how processed our food is now. Like, Mm. Mm. isn't it actually crazy that it's, like... How many whole foods do you eat a day? Like, mm. that's an actual question that people ask. Like, mm. how much whole food do you eat? And I was yeah. like, wow. Because cause to be honest, it's like, you know, when we go grocery shopping, it's like, mm. I could buy, like, 10 boxes of Kraft mac and cheese mm. that is, like, the same price as, like, three apples. Maybe, right. Maybe less apples, right. depending, like... <laughs> <laughs> you right. know? So it's like, am I gonna buy the craft mac and cheese, which is like super mm. cheap? And it's like I'm still getting food, right. but like it's all like powdered and like yeah, gross and everything. Mm. So I thought that was actually like yeah. a pretty interesting yeah interesting like take on it. Yeah, that was good. What did you think about the swap out of pestilence for pollution?
0: Mmm. Okay so pe- what does pestilence mean I, I think that okay. was the disease okay, so one. disease for pollution i think maybe it talks about like maybe thinking about that like i mean i can i can imagine it being more the times have moved, moved ahead there's medicine there's all this stuff mm-hmm. that's happening maybe pestilence just didn't have that much impact anymore so yeah i might as well but as technology came so did pollution too. yeah you know, yeah. So it's one of those.
1: I actually I liked that, and I liked that they saved that for the fourth horseman mm. because I felt like we kind of got like a little bit spread because we knew death was coming, mm-hmm. but like to have pollution mm-hmm. in there instead, I thought that that was really yeah. a very like interesting touch. And again, yeah. like I think that it really modernized a lot of things. Like I think yes. that they took a lot yes. of older concepts and they yeah. modernized them yeah. a lot.
0: Mm.
1: Pollution. It creeped me out the most though
0: yes pollution oh. was
1: really scary
0: yeah and that little signature and it's like it's like yeah. goo. Ugh. yeah
1: it was just like goo like Ugh. grossness and there's like Ugh. isn't this river beautiful how gross <laughs> it's like just stuff everywhere Stop. <laughs> it was gross what did you uh. think about the part at the end when like the kids defeated all of them
0: one, like I believe in like, yeah. a healthy lunch.
1: Yeah, healthy <laughs> I thought, lunch.
0: I, I, I thought it was, you know, you know, the same things like in a movie where like the hero says something and you're like, okay, that's just corny. Just yeah. stop, stop, stop. Yeah. This had every reason to be corny, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was one of those like, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, what you just said there is so corny, but it just doesn't feel corny right like, yeah. now. It feels, it feels great. Like it's like, wow, this is an, a great moment, and so. I don't know. Like, it was cool. I I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. But I'm very... I'm I'm even more impressed by the fact that it didn't make me want (laughs) to (laughs) vomit.
1: I think with that scene, Mm. I really liked it because I feel like they were kind of showing, like, the hope for the next generation. Because I think a lot of the show was, like, focused on Mm. how the world was going to end, right? So, it's like... Adam is here to bring on the apocalypse And start new And they were like just because something's hard Doesn't mean that you should stop yeah, and I thought that that was just like a really nice theme that yeah. they threw in there, yeah. and then to yeah. have the kids be like, "No, I believe in peace. No, mm. I believe in food. No, I believe in mm. this." Like, I thought that that was yeah. just a really like yeah. nice way, and it, and also having it be kids, like mm-hmm. I really liked that as well. Next like to show though, yeah. like next generation does care about things, and and they do have the power to make that change.
0: Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was mm-hmm. actually a really
1: powerful statement that it was making.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, that was awesome.
1: So, speaking of Adam, what was your favorite thing that Adam made happen when he, like, started to come into his powers?
0: (laughs) Excuse me, sir. I've got a message. And it says that we wish you kindness and joy and, (laughs) and things and such. Do you know why we we brought this message to you, sir?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the alien. I was like, this is perfect. This
0: is the most perfect thing ever. <laughs> and then the, the weird like, I don't know. <laughs> weird duck faces. Right. Oh right. my
1: gosh. I was a huge fan of the um of Atlantis and how the Atlanteans oh, yeah, no were on the hilarious. cruise ship. And then, yeah. like, and how they thought that the cruise ship was there for their entertainment. Right. <laughs> I thought that one was great. I thought that was really funny. Oh. Uh, that was, oh, my gosh. I, I thought it was also really interesting just, like, the swap around of the babies and how mm. they were, like, they're, like, a lot of issues that happen is not because someone is evil but just because humans are human
2: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: very well intentioned <laughs> so I thought that was really yeah. that was cool
2: that was mm-hmm. really cool
1: <laughs> so looking at the Agnes storyline mm. like what did you like what do you think about that like what did you pull from that part
0: so so the whole Agnes Nata thing is amazing yeah it's, I think it's impressive it's like the whole idea of that she planned it out yeah all the way out. And, and I thought that was cool. Like, I, lo- I love, I can talk all day about the scene where Agnes Nutter <laughs> tricks, you know, thou shalt not commit adultery. <laughs> <Christopher."> <laughs> with
1: all the
0: gunpowder? Right, with gunpowder and the nails. I thought that was kind of, that was funny. It was yeah. really funny. And I thought that, like, just how, you know, over decades she was able to manipulate people and, You know, and be able to predict what is going to happen. I thought that was impressive. And Mm I thought making her the central kind of story, Mm because you don't expect that. The movie starts off with the God, right? With, you know, God, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden and all that stuff happening. And you you would think that's going to be central. But the way that they... It was a nice switch to have. Okay, there was this witch in this place who... We then predicted all of this and i thought that was such a refreshing take uh approach to destiny
1: mm-hmm.
0: I thought that was different yeah that was cool
1: yeah i did think that it was really interesting in how like she helped out her yeah. like whole family and was like with her predictions and all of that um mm-hmm. first of all you just mentioned something with adam and eve props to them for casting people of color
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> props to them yes
1: white people yeah. Adam and Eve were not white
0: right <laughs> So
1: props 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 oh. very proud of you
0: <laughs> well, done. Well, well done. done well done yes
1: yeah I thought that that storyline was really cool because A, A we know that mm. Adam is who he is you know we yeah. know that he is the son of Satan Yeah. and then we also know mm-hmm. that Pulsever is like who he is Mm. and how he is with technology.
0: Or Newton, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. So yes.
1: we also know that and then it's like she's piecing it together but we know and we're like, "No!"
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so
1: I really I did really enjoy enjoy a lot of her storyline. Mm. I liked how mm. she was kind of like, you know, she's kind of like almost a reluctant hero but not like quite a reluctant hero she's yeah. kind of like yeah. forced into the destiny I feel yeah. like
0: yeah she seemed like she was very committed to it but it was frustrating
1: her mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I agree
0: yeah I love the part where she's like she reads and it's, and it's like he's not what he says he is <laughs> and then she's like what does this mean and he's like I don't know and, and she's like tell me It might have something to do with me. I think it's about me. Missiles are literally about to hit, like, you know, wherever. (laughs) And you're like.
1: (laughs) Uh, I also think that that was really interesting as well, is that, like, Mm. this whole time, right, this whole time we're following Aziraphale and Crowley. And it's like, you would expect them to end everything, right? Mm. But they don't really end everything. They don't. Like, actually, they don't. it's those two, it's Agnes and Newton, and then it's the kids. Uh-huh. And then the only thing that they were really helpful in is they definitely stopped the war between mm. the angels and demons. Yes. Like, they're the reason why
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, like, stopped.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Something else that I didn't really get the first time around when mm. I watched it that I got... Better, the second time is I was a little bit confused, like what happened at the very end with Adam,
0: right, like I
1: didn't realize like he literally changed his reality, yes, like he made yes. himself not the yes. son of Satan anymore,
0: yeah, so he became the son, the son of the human dad, yeah. And that was it.
1: Yeah. Like, mm. and I don't know what, I think the first time around, I, like, because so much was happening, I was, like, a little overwhelmed about the, like, mm. amount of stuff that was happening. Yeah. I kind like, I understood that he ended it, but, like, I thought that he just got rid of Satan. Yeah. I didn't realize, like, oh, no, that's not what he did. He just made himself mm-hmm. not the son of Satan anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. The dog st- is still the dog, though. It yeah. still has, like, the powers. Yeah. And I thought that was cool.
1: Yeah, I mm. like that, too. I think, like, before we move on to themes, I just kind of want to talk about the Aziraphale, like, Crowley friendship a little bit. Right. I really liked it. I, I really like movies and, and books and stuff like that that have very, like, unlikely friends. Yeah, yeah. I find that very interesting. Yeah. And yeah. I just like that they're very, they're so different, but, mm. like, they find a way mm. to, like, make it work.
0: You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I thought that was cool. I thought it was neat to see how, how the friendship developed. From just that first moment that they met mm-hmm. I feel like Michael Sheen is a phenomenal actor mm-hmm. great actor and then Dave Tennant Doctor Who hello like amazing and just the, those two vibes is was so good it was like the way they interacted the the, 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 the personalities the mm-hmm. characters in the series slash movie were, were like really well written and the conversations were well written as well so it was enjoyable it was mm-hmm. it was it, it felt like you could relax into it rather than be like, oh, I hate that person or that person. Mm-hmm. It was like, I like them both and I even like them more when they're together. Yeah. So that was really cool.
1: It's almost like one of those things where I feel like usually you kind of end up liking one of them more than the mm-hmm. other and I'm like, I find them both incredibly likable. Like, mm-hmm. I like both of them and I think they both had their flaws and they both had their things, mm-hmm. but I I just loved both of them. Yeah, Just me too. I just thought they were great.
0: Me too, yeah.
1: Okay, so my theme is probably my favorite quote in the entire show. Mm. And it says, Most books on witchcraft will tell you that witches work naked. This is because most books on witchcraft are written by men. Wow. Mm. And I'm not going to go like the whole feminist route. <laughs> I feel like it, that's where it, it seems you like did. I'm that's going. Cool. But that's not where I'm going with this. I think what I really got from that line is. How many times have we read something and Mm. assumed that that is the way that it is because that is the story that's told? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like I think about it in this way. It's like when witchcraft was like really a thing, right? Mm. Like mostly men were in power. Like, Mm. you know, women were not allowed to learn how to read and write which you know, disenfranchises them basically.
2: Right. So
1: there were no women out there to be like, no, that's not true. Mm. (laughs) So I think like that's kind of my thing is thinking about like, where do I have power? Mm. And how do I use that? Like, Mm. am I telling the truth? Am I telling a lie? Wow. Like kind of where does your power lie? And and Mm. I'll never forget like when we were studying the Holocaust in in school when i was younger and mm. one of my teachers was like listen how many times have you guys learned about the holocaust and we're like i don't know forever like uh. we've known about it forever right like uh. how many times did we do like anne frank's diary and all and stuff like that and i'm i'm not trying to like take away from anything here mm. but what i'm saying is i don't think once in school we spent as much time on the genocides in rwanda
2: Mm, you know and
1: it's like did we do that because we value the stories of white people more Mm. than of people with a darker skin color yeah you know like is is that something and it's Mm. like that is something to consider, mm. like, that we don't value certain yeah. stories as much.
2: Yeah, We don't yeah. value
1: certain opinions as much. And yeah. that's why it doesn't get taught. That's why yeah. it doesn't get, like, shown. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it's not passed on to the next generation.
2: Mm.
1: And, yeah, I guess, like, that's just kind of my thing is it's like, you know, wow. <laughs> all wow. books say this because yeah. of this. Wow. I even think about, like, when you look at U.S. history within within the United States, it's like, yeah because each state can basically tell their like own they're story. in charge of their own story like mm. they could mm. decide to tell whatever version of slavery they want.
2: Mm. Yeah. You know? Like yeah.
1: I know for a fact I had a, I had a teacher in college who was from Texas and when he taught us US history It was very different Than what I learned When I grew up in Connecticut Like oh you know gosh. It was just like The way he taught The Civil War The way mm. he taught That was very very different Wow Because he's southern You know yeah. It's just a different version yeah. and, and again It's one of those things Where it's like If you are the person in power mm. Then you have the place To tell that story mm. And say it mm. differently Yeah And it might not be the truth
0: Yeah It's crazy how story and power Go hand in yeah. hand And like you've if- you know, where it's like it's like it's people in power can make someone who's telling the truth seem crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know, we're living in a time right now where like, like I mean. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. With yeah, the true. daily Prophet. Right, right, right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um in in book five. I know these things now.
1: You do. I'm a Harry
0: Potterer now.
1: Shalom didn't <laughs> know any Harry Potter, but now I he knows not
0: um but but yeah like you know it, it's it's very it's 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 very interesting today i was watching you know as i was working on some other stuff i was wa- i was watching a show on netflix called the great hack and and it, it sounds like a conspiracy thing you know it's it's a netflix original so i was like let me check it out you know whatever and watching it and seeing how those are things that, that have been coming out in the news. And it's it's kind of like a conspiracy thing, but they show how this one person, you know, told the truth and they were actually made to look crazy. And yeah. all these campaigns were done online to make them look crazy. And it's like, wow, like the people in power had the ability to take this person who's speaking the truth and make them seem like they're they're the crazy one. Mm. And I think it's it's crazy how, you know... that can be very effective and it's crazy how we are so quick to believe people Mm -hmm. in power because it it does speak a lot about the powerful uh, the powerful Mm. who use or rather misuse their powers but it also speaks a lot about us you know Mm -hmm. I I love how the show ends it says am I you know am I can I be deceived can I be you know Mm. can I can I be persuaded yeah and I thought that was a very good question
1: Mm. Mm. that's deep yeah
0: Okay, so my theme is on the ineffable plan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our new vocabulary.
0: Our new vocabulary. I I I loved it. I love you know you know what like having grown up in church and and grown up you know with a particular way of thinking and mm-hmm. and and my parents did their very best you know we're all human and we're trying to figure stuff out but. You know, whether it was my parents or someone else, I don't know. But I developed certain beliefs like of this is how things should be. These are things should, um, you know, in terms of how I view, you know, a presbyterian because i grew up you know in in the one denomination and i had a view of of someone other people in other denominations or people who are not christians you know people didn't believe what i believe muslims and hindus and and because i think for me it was kind of like i had this one massive understanding of who god is and how god works and how god functions and how god does things and and to be honest with you as i've watched the world today I, you know, it's it's kind of like we're we're living in a good omens moment where, you know, a lot of Christians are jerks, you know. And 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 you know, honesty, you know, moving to the States and hearing of kind of even the involvement of the church in slavery, in a lot of things that happen, and then also seeing a lot of amazing and good people who are not Christians, mm. meeting them and hearing them say amazing things. So for me, like I grew up with this understanding of the future of saying you know christians who ultimately are the winners they're the ones who will be the champions of the Mm. world they will you know they will the light will shine so bright the darkness cannot stand in front of it Mm. and and my understanding of that to be honest with you is i realize, oh my gosh like us as christians have been horrible and and terrible to a lot of other people that whole plan and that whole idea of the future, the great future that I felt that God has for you know us the believers, to be honest, it kind of fell apart in my mind because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, like you know we've been jerks, you know Christians have been involved in slavery, have been involved in crusades, have been involved in so many like mer- a lot of murders, you know, mm-hmm. to be honest, yeah. and and I'm like, so I don't believe that this plan, that this great Christian plan that I had in my mind, in my heart i just don't believe anymore that that's it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean then i'm like not that i don't have my faith anymore i do but this idea of this this you know christians have this idea of revelations the last days you know Mm. and for me i just don't believe in that anymore to be honest with you i've reached a point where it freaked me off a little bit. when I was like, okay, so what's gonna happen in the future? Like, like a Christian's gonna be on top? Are these people be on top? Like, well, what? What mm-hmm. is it? And then I realized it's like we don't know. Why mm-hmm. are we so concerned about dominating each other and mm-hmm. dominating society and and being like saying we need to change everyone else to think like how we think? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's all about that. It's all about the the victory, the win. But it's like no, it's not about the victory, but the win is about it's about you <laughs> learning to love people Mm -hmm. be loving and i think for us like we have not allowed our faith to to lead us to love a lot of us have allowed our faiths to 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 be dominant and Mm. to to force our beliefs on on gays on on lesbians on muslims on all kinds of people and i think for me it was such a massive massive lesson of saying wait we are not we We're not about the great plan we're about the ineffable plan it's like mm. the the things that you don't understand mm-hmm. hence we can relax and be loving and kind to everyone around us, knowing that no one is in you're not in control you like whether you you believe in jesus or whatever you're not in control mm-hmm. you know like be kind to other people and so for me i it was such a massive lesson. I don't even know even if this makes sense. If you're not Christian, I'm sorry, but like (laughs) for for saying things that you might not understand, but the gist of it is just be kind. No matter what you believe, be kind to other people. We're not here to dominate each other. We're not here to overcome. Just like Aziraphale's, the angels wanted to defeat the demons and vice versa. We, that's not what life is about. It's about loving each other and being there for each other. And I think, We can do it, but we just need to let go.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. I actually think like what you're saying is I think you hit a spot on like for for any Christians out there who are like, you should not like this show, like all this stuff. I actually think the moral of it is Mm -hmm. actually very Christian because in the end, we don't know what the plan is. Like you shouldn't want it to be about power. Like that's actually pretty much the opposite message of the gospel. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. you're a Christian and and know that, like it's. Is pretty much the opposite, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, the other thing that what you were saying really brought to mind was when they're going through Azirophel and um Crowley's like history, and they're yeah. going, you know, they're going through, yeah. we see Noah, <laughs> we see like you know, Oi, that. <laughs> the unicorn, <is> the unicorn. <laughs> um, but the one I think the one that stuck out to me the most though was when was the part when Jesus was being crucified and mm-hmm. <laughs> and <Crowley's>, Crowley <laughs> asked Aziraphale like oh what do you do to like get death and was <laughs> like oh we said to love one another and Carly's like yeah that'll do it <laughs> I, cause you know what mm-hmm. I think it is really hard and I think it goes against our nature mm-hmm. to want to be selfless Yeah, I, I do think yeah. we naturally want power like I think mm. both of our themes talked a lot about power yes. because yes. I think that at the end of the day, like, who wants to be on the, like, quote, losing team? Uh-huh. You know, like, you want to uh-huh. be on the winning team. You want to mm-hmm. be a winner. Like,
2: mm-hmm. makes you
1: feel good to, like, be uh-huh. part of that. So, yeah. I think that that is, is a lot of, like, mm-hmm. the theme that's going on. I, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like that from yeah. your
0: theme. Well, wow, thanks. Okay, so we are going to round this up.
1: Thank you guys again for joining us for another episode. So, we are going to be taking two weeks off. From podcasting two weeks, so do not expect an episode September 19th <laughs> or the 26th because we won't be there.
0: Yeah, we are taking a much needed break.
1: Yes, we mm-hmm. need a break,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: we will be coming back for our one year anniversary whoop, on October 3rd.
0: We're gonna we, party up in
1: here, literally, been doing this for a year.
0: Yeah. I can't believe it. It came so
1: fast. I feel like we're still newbies. I mean, we are still newbies. but (laughs) We're newbies. A little bit less of newbies. So on (laughs) October 3rd, we're getting ready for spooky month. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do The Mummy. And then after that, on the 10th, we're going to do Night at the Museum. Mm. So those are our spooky, not scary picks. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because we don't do scary movies. Just spooky. We don't do scary.
2: Yes. Just spooky.
1: (laughs) And then on October 17th, we are diving into the Star Wars universe with Jedi Junk. Junkies.
0: Jedi junkies. I cannot wait.
1: Yes, we, cannot. we're we going to work on... So while we're away, while we're taking our break, we're spending time because we are going to be making extra content. Yes. We have... We've already filmed a feast with my furball. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We are going to have, we haven't like named it or anything. Like we're basically going to like sit on our couch and like try Pinterest recipes (laughs) (laughs) that are Star Wars themed. Like drinks. (laughs) Yeah, like drinks, (laughs) some hot chocolate. And we're going to have some of our friends on those shows Mm
0: -hmm, who are mm -hmm. also
1: almost nerdy. Yes. So. Yes. That's going to be fun.
0: So much fun. Jimmy
1: already really loved the treat that we made her.
0: Yeah, she enjoyed it. Yes. We filmed
1: <laughs> it. We love watching her eat food.
0: Yes. So, and she loves to eat food. She loves it.
1: <laughs> so, we're going to be working on some of that stuff. We're mm. going to have a new intro for you for Jedi Junkies. Jedi. And yeah, so, sorry we're taking a break. Not sorry we're taking a break.
0: <laughs> sorry we're taking a break. Sorry, not sorry. But we're I'm still sorry. working on stuff, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just a little bit of break. Yeah. <laughs> so we will see you again on October 3rd.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey.
1: We'll see you in a few weeks.
0: In a few weeks.